On a quiet street in the town of Mitchell, Indiana, lies a home with a dark past. When the Gibbons first moved in, they had nothing but good intentions, and an in-home doctor willing to treat all ailments, a couple with no children of their own looking to adopt. Unfortunately, no good deed goes unpunished. Patients who checked in may have never checked out. Children given a second chance were met with untimely deaths. Within these walls, so many lives came to a grim end. It's no surprise that no one can find rest at Whisper Estates. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. And I can't help you were smiling I know. as I did it because I don't think I've said that phrase for almost like three and a half, almost four months. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. So <laughs> we said we, we hope it's going to be like riding a bike and it felt good. It felt right. It, that was a good one. It's that good was honestly the first take. We didn't have to. I know. I wish. Start over. For the longest time, I would say hello. Hello, and then come back and say it, because it was, always came out weird. Never liked the first hell. I don't know. Personally, I hear no difference, but sure. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel better. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But, hello. After We're back. a long hiatus. Yeah, a long wait. A long, long, much longer than we expected wait. We had an idea in mind of how long we'd be gone, and we did not realize how drained both of us were in our our own personal lives that it just unfortunately went a little longer than anticipated but right i mean like take care of yourself first because in my mind i wanted a set date to be back and honestly it was much sooner than this but i mean if you need more time take more time and for those of you that are joining us again after that long wait thank you for being patient and coming back the most patient people on the planet you're just like mm-hmm. it is like <laughs> we've been working on things and just the other day megan was like oh i'm getting hyped for this now and people have been telling me that they're excited that we're coming back and it makes you feel good yeah reasons why we had to take a break i don't know if we i can't it's been so long i can't remember if we clarified in our <sighs> last episode i don't even i think it we just I don't even posted think, on our social yeah, media i don't even think we knew we by the last episode stepped away <laughs> So, lots of factors. Megan had to go and get herself. She's fallen pregnant. I've fallen. I've, I have the pregnant. So, <laughs> um, and you're already due my in God. just less than two months, right? I Yeah, like a little less than eight weeks. Yeah. When you guys are hearing this. So, I'm due at the end of May. Yes. Which is a... Uh, you yeah it's... She's coming fast. I was having an existential crisis. Not that I'm like... I don't know. This is my first child, so I'm just dealing with that on a mental level, like my whole life is about to change sort of thing. And that kind of put me out, I think, just for me personally, I wanted to focus on the podcast, but so much was happening in my brain and in my life that I was like, I need a minute. Right. And I mean, you started taking on more responsibility at work, and that took up a lot of your time. I started... A little while before we stopped, a new job that took a toll on me that I did not expect it to take on me. But I have since stepped away from that job. I I don't Thank know about God. your job. No, I know. <laughs> I I don't know. It was 
it was a learning experience for sure. Uh, things are going better with my job. My, I mean, the work has not slowed down, unfortunately. Or fortunately, I mean, my I'm guaranteed work always, I guess. Right. So um, things are going better at work now. It's definitely calmed down from the last time I spoke to you guys. That's Yeah, and I feel like I have finally taken steps in a direction that I've wanted to take for a while. I'm hoping this is the right move. We'll see how it goes. Right. We tell you guys every, most everything. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And just, I, we were very, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. We thought we had this down to a science. We thought we, we could do this ourselves. Oh, we could yeah. not do this ourselves. Part of the stepping away also was realizing, one, how tired we were, and two, how overwhelming it started to become, which yes. is kind of a good thing because you get a following, you have listeners that you want to provide quality quant content to, incentives, things like that, mm -hmm. and it is a lot for two people. We've had a lot of people since we started the podcast also mention they had been interested. They're like, oh, I've wanted to start a podcast. What should I, how do I start? Where do I start? Yeah. It is, know that it is a lot of work. Right. It's not as simple as hitting record cutting out some of the whoopsies and then hitting post <laughs> there's so much more that happens that uh, i don't know the gravity of it all just when we decide we're like we can do this we can handle this ourselves no N not really no it's so, hard so the other part of stepping away was being taking away our pride and finally asking for help which we've gotten mm -hmm. and we're hoping that moving forward this help this this little mental break uh will be a good i don't know step forward for us all right let's see let's see how we feel about it i know right now we're doing great with the cats have also missed oh, <laughs> missed us recording and they're all slowly making their way into the room so if you hear little jingly bells headbutts on the on the mic stand right i mean Jeez. is do we, we expect nothing less yeah it, some things don't change but <laughs> if you've noticed some things have changed already if just in the first few seconds of listening to this podcast they have we're yeah finding a new direction for this podcast rebranding re reinventing there that's the word <laughs> reinventing ourselves and you're here to see it happen mm -hmm. every grueling step of the way i know we brought your little we brought your stories back. We got a lot of feedback on. I was genuinely surprised at how many people liked them. Right. We again, we also thought we knew what we were doing and what people wanted and we finally were like, what I mean, we do ask for feedback mm -hmm. and we started asking more pointed questions like what do you like, what don't you like, what do you miss? And the intro had to be the number one thing that people were like, "Oh, I missed when you did that. I liked those the little story times before the story time." Yes. Yeah. I I was surprised, honestly. I'm like, oh, I bet they're, they sound lame. Like you guys just, we say the same thing every week or something. Which but I'm you're, sure there's some of you out there that think that way, but don't tell us that. Yeah, don't tell <laughs> us. Uh, but you like it. You liked it. The majority so it's of back. you do. Yes. We brought that back. A uh, little more spooky sounds going on. Um, Part of the reinventing, rebranding. Mm -hmm. One thing that's not changing, though, is what we cover, which is spooky places that we visit but also places that we research that we can't necessarily just travel across the country when we feel like it. Yes. Sorry. This all seems like rambling. We're trying to catch you up on the last, you know, four months of our lives, three or four right. months of our lives. Part of the changes to the podcast that I think will make it more 
feasible for us is we will still be doing, like Megan said, places that we've gone, mm-hmm. rating them, talking about our experience there. But with with the child on the way, with mm-hmm. life just being life and happening, we'll ease back into it. But right now, what works for us is we're going to have to change the structure. Every first of the month, we'll be giving you places that we visited because we think right now once a month is tangible. Yes. And then the We're rest roll of with that. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the month will be other places around America, still small town America ghost stories, uh talking about anybody's haunted experiences there, history there. We may go international. We've done it a couple times, but we're going to traipse across the US for a while. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's the goal, that's the plan. I think that's it, yeah. I think we're all caught up. Are you guys? Are, did you get all that, guys? Did you get that? I know. Take notes. <laughs> Take notes. So that means since we're back on our first Thursday of the month, which seems late, I was. We were all expect. Well, we well us. We were expecting like the April first to be like, ha ha, we're coming back on April Fool's Day, but happened to be on a Friday. So right, which it was kind of awfully late. Yes, I know. We needed. We needed the extra time. Truth be told, but yeah. here we are back and hopefully better than ever you you be the judge but judge nicely say don't not too harshly (laughs) obviously we're still fragile i cry a lot more which is surprising (laughs) i didn't think was pop no honestly i don't get super emotional sometimes sometimes i get emotional but well now with the pregnancy it's more kind have you cried at like dumb commercials and um i've cried at some things that i wouldn't have probably cried about in the past (laughs) yeah not commercials but just you know whatever whatever the when the spirit moves me i guess right any food cravings italian food i want carbs so bad (laughs) i just pasta i mean that's just me regularly well okay but like i want it more than normal like i am okay with pasta most nights of the week (laughs) which i can't do now because the doctor said i can't do that so whoops oh well but we're not here no honestly yeah we're not here to talk about your child sorry i'm sorry we segued into that might be might be so like you heard in the intro we we traveled. We finally traveled somewhere for for the first time in a while to Whispers Estate. Yes. Yes. I always mix up the S where the S goes is Whisper Estates. It's a Whisper Estates. Multiple estates, one whisper. Gosh darn one whisper. One whisper. And I will be covering the history of said place. So strap in. Here we go. It's like the riding thing, a bike. Let's do it. The one thing I didn't write down is where it's freaking located. Oh, do you remember? Is it Mitchell, Indiana? Yes. Is that, okay. It's Mitchell, Indiana. Oh, my God. I looked down because normally I'd put like, it's been a while since we've actually traveled. So I'm like, oh, I can't believe I forgot the, like, the one where. important thing. Yeah. So we visited Whisper Estates a, a while ago. Um, it is in Mitchell, Indiana, which I believe... Oh, where would you say that is relative to? No, I literally have no idea. Oh, we don't know. Whatever. It's no. fine. It was a couple hour drive for us. <laughs> was it south? I honestly I don't, know. don't remember. I wow. don't know. Good start, guys. <laughs> anyway, Whisper State. Most of my information is coming from three websites. I'm not going to sit there and cite every single line for you. Uh, just know that it's coming from olianyourstate.com. 
everyone's R. favorite. R. Yes, yes. Can't forget that one. The Little House of Horrors.com. That's a I don't new think one. we've gotten that one yet. That is new. And southernindiana.org. It is Southern Indiana. I would assume by that. <laughs> I know. I just look. So it is. It looks like it's in between Bedford and French Lick. Does that mean Ugh. anything to anybody outside of Indiana? I don't no. know. No. There is a place called French Lick. Oh, yeah. I guess that would sound strange to not Indianians. Yeah. it's <laughs> on, So it's on the south side. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or if you've been listening to us, you may at least recognize Bedford kind of because Tunnelton is oh, near Bedford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should have made a pit stop on the way back. We we talked about that. We're like, we're really close to Tunnelton, remember? Oh, but it was also like really late, late slash early. Yes, it was. So it was an overnight investigation, guys. So we've got plenty to talk about. So I'm going to jump into the history so we can get to our experience because I know that's probably what half of you are here for, but we like history too. So Yes. <clears throat> Whisper Estates was built in 1894 and it was home to George and Sarah White for a short time before they sold it to Dr. John Gibbons and his wife, Jessie, in 1899. Dr. John was a well-known, highly accredited doctor in town. Uh, he, saw, <laughs> he saw patients in his home office on the first floor of the estate. Okay. Yeah, because he, li he lived in the building. Yes. And then his whole practice was on the first floor. Pretty much, yeah, like the lobby. And then you would go into the... He had the office uh, waiting room and then the actual exam room. And you could go straight into the, the way the house was set up. You could go straight into the waiting room, into the exam room or whatever he would call it, I guess. And right. you could exit the house without actually seeing their part of the house. And I believe this is, keep in mind the dates on this. This house, a lot of it is still the original building. Oh, Yeah. Mm hmm. It's a very old building. 18. It was built, what I say, 1894. Yeah. So. And she was like, when we went, they were pointing out all the things like this is original to the home. This is original to the home. Like, mm -hmm. she's old. Yep. So the Gibbons were also known for adopting orphan children and accepting them into their home as their own, which sounds nice in theory. Yes. <laughs> the pair uh, adopted orphan children, and unfortunately, Several died in the house over the years that they lived there. Yikes. Whoops. Uh, hmm. The first one, we're jumping right in. Here we go. Tragedy strikes because <laughs> it, it does not take long. The first person to die was 10-year-old Rachel. Mm. She, <laughs> I know, this is so sad. She snuck out of bed on Christmas morning in 1921 to peek at her Christmas presents. Like She's all 10. children do. She's 10. Uh, they were next, the presents were next to the fireplace and Rachel accidentally got too close and her clothes caught fire. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was badly burned, but didn't die immediately. She actually died a couple days later, uh, two days later in the From house. From her injuries. Mm -hmm. Upstairs. And so speaking of things that are original to the home, one of the things she very casually showed us is she pulled open the pocket door to the parlor to show where the burn marks were Up from that fire. Yep. Yikes. Yes. Not good. And then... No bueno. The Gibbons' 10-month-old infant daughter, Elizabeth, died an unusual death in the master bedroom. The cause of death remains unknown, but they said that she did suffer from a terrible double pneumonia, leaving her to die in the same room that Elizabeth died in. 
So not good times. Or not as Elizabeth. I'm sorry, Rachel. Rachel and Elizabeth. Okay. Died in the same room. Is it bad I didn't catch that right away? I was like, yeah, Elizabeth. Yes. Yes. Elizabeth died in the same room. Elizabeth died and got it. (laughs) Check. Uh, It's not. No. Okay. And then you've got Dr. John who was, they said he was acclaimed in his work, but uh, like, it's not known how many Maybe infamous pa- yeah how many patients of his may have died in the house but given that he practiced there for 25 years it's not out of it's it's not out of the um this is the pregnancy the brain i've lost it out of the question question okay it's really was that easy <laughs> yes i'm telling you look i thought i could see the frustration in your eyes baby brain is so i thought it was such a stupid concept and um boy is it strong hate it hate it a lot yeah it's i think it's real i've noticed sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> anyway it is not out of the question that out of his 25 years of practice maybe a couple people just uh didn't didn't make it out of their life right it was it is the 1900s early 1900s I don't, I don't, crazy I don't. things were happening yep um according to some psychics that have visited the home so i guess i don't know if they've actually found these or located them they said that there are at least four graves in the backyard as well as a pit grave with amputated limbs internal organs aborted fetuses etc yeah um yeah so he did a little he dabbled it seems in a little bit everything you know uh what is it a master of no master of none i don't know he did a lot of things yeah (laughs) okay it's some okay at lots of things not great at anything there's a proper phrase for that but even i can't think of it right now oh good i'm like jack of all trades master of none that's Uh, there we go my goodness gracious uh so Obviously, there's probably a lot of unsettled, unrested spirits there. If they went in for like just a general checkup and then whoops a daisy, like you just lost a limb somehow. I came in with a cough and I left with no legs. Yeah, I don't, it happened. How did this happen? Uh, so the psychics say that the doctor himself haunts the premises as well as his patients. Um, the doctor, okay. See, they tried to paint him as like a good guy, but then as you read about him, it gets so much worse. They said that he's known for whispering in young women's ears, and he likes to grab and touch people in inappropriate ways. Yeah, mostly women. Yeah, almost exclusively women. I don't, they didn't really say if men did, but it's mostly the ladies. He seems to want to fondle. Eek. Now, there have been other families who've lived in Whisper Estates over the years and have experienced similar trauma and death. No good. Uh, A gentleman who lived in the estate in the 60s, 1960s, died in the upstairs bathroom. How? Uh, Like all Forrest Gump style? Was it Forrest Gump where he had a heart attack on the toilet and fell? No, that was Big Fish. Oh, okay. I was like, (laughs) I don't remember People probably think I'm crazy. Listen. Big Fish is a good movie. He has a heart attack on the toilet. That's all. Rip. Yeah. Uh, Later, I don't know. It doesn't say how much later, but later, another young boy died from mysteriously falling down the front staircase. It's the rise to run ratio. (laughs) That's not good. (laughs) Um, To be fair. 
so that's a little bit of the history of the house itself. Now we're getting up to modern day. Like how did it become whisper states? Cause at this point it is an actual attraction that you can go, you can pay to investigate it. it that's what it is. I don't think someone is actually living in the home. I feel they like stay there, but I don't know if they live there. Yeah, exclusively. That part was a little confusing. I yeah. feel like she said she did possibly i mean I, I feel like if investigations are heavy though or you have like a lot of traffic coming in you gotta have another place to go but i heard honestly, something about the back half of the i don't know i don't know but in 2006 the house was bought by somebody who wanted to turn it into a bed and breakfast mm-hmm, as they do mm-hmm. the house had been vacant for a while and desperately needed renovating uh, again most of this house is original so they just kind of fixed what needs fixed along the way yeah uh People are when when the house was being renovated, strange things started happening, though. So that's probably why a lot of this is still original. Yeah, (laughs) because they said that uh, as they were working on the house, that lights would flicker on and off. They could hear footsteps stomping around the second floor and disembodied whispers came from all over the house, which is where it got. its Yeah. Yep. Yep. Some guests that slept in Jesse's master bedroom, so this would be upstairs on the second floor. Mm-hmm. This, I guess I didn't say, the house is actually three stories in total. Right. Um, so guests that would sleep in Jesse's master bedroom report waking in the middle of the night to labored breathing and coughing. Mm, no. Because <laughs> so Jesse was think- the child, right? No, I don't know who Jesse was. That's oh, what J- Jesse was oh, the doctor's wife. The doctor's wife. Thank you. Yes. yes. We know who she is. Of course we do. Um, the most common paranormal activity that's been reported in the master bedroom is the closet doorknob will frequently jiggle, suddenly stop, and then the door will pop open. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> don't like. This has been recorded reported to occur five times within a couple of minutes and required the guest to close the door after each time that it happened. So people actually watched it. They would shut it, stare at it, and it would go, nope. And open. Open back up. Mm-hmm. The master bedroom sometimes strongly smells like baby powder, even though there's no babies around. Well, there's no anybody around. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sounds of a baby crying can be heard as well. People who have stayed in this room feel as if they're suffocating or as if someone is sitting on their chest. Is that because Jesse died of pneumonia? Who knows? The labored breathing, the coughing, I makes mean, sense. Make, yeah. The baby had double pneumonia, I believe. Yes, yeah. So, not bad, bad things all around in this house. Mm-hmm. So, the guests that are brave enough to sleep in the third bedroom uh, report waking from horrible nightmares and can sometimes hear someone attempting to open their bedroom door in the middle of the night. I hate that. (laughs) That is a hard pass for me. They also claim to see beds and couches visibly shaking. (laughs) It's also been reported that numerous times that a shadow lurks throughout the house, but can most commonly be found in Dr. John Gibbon's office. Okay. Which, here we go, we ran into this at Waverly, just run with it, y'all. The large shadow, which they have called Big Black, mm-hmm. has been seen in the doctor's room. Again, he gets around. Uh, Dr. Gibbons had a general practice at the house, first floor. I told you I pulled most of this from the same, so we're getting a lot of overlap. Sorry, I tried to cut it out. It'd um, be like that sometimes. <laughs> uh, psychics claim that the Big Black isn't of this world, though. They said that the black mass moves around the house. So even though it's mostly in John's room, that it's been seen on all the floors. Right. Um, 
It hasn't been violent so far, but it is terrifying if you do get to witness it. I mean, that, makes that would sense. be, yeah. I'd be worried, I guess, if I saw that. Um, oh, the other thing in the house, this is something I forgot about on the first floor in the parlor room. Yeah, it wouldn't be the waiting room, the parlor room. People claim that there is a portal in the house. Oh, yeah. Forgot about the portal. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it runs from the parlor on the very first floor. When you first walk in, it's right on your left. Yeah, it's in the back left corner, I believe. Yep, yeah, it's. They say it runs from the parlor all the way up to the third floor, up into the attic, and the room in the attic is said to be the heart of the house. Which does it, I won't say anything if it's going to mention it. I know. Uh, well. I'll go ahead and finish it. I don't have much left. <laughs> okay. So guests that are brave enough to have spent the night here claim to have terrible nightmares, and they say that some have tried to enter their room at night again. So a lot of the same claims like yes. from people to people, time to time. Like, if that lets you know, my copy and paste skills are not great because I tried <laughs> to cut out the ex- the the uh duplicates but yeah the and that portal were you going to mention what room is up on the attic yeah where it goes so it's not a bed and breakfast anymore there are overnight investigations that you can do um but you can't actually sleep in the beds so yeah no you can't no that's not a thing anymore right uh actually some of the beds they tell you you can't even sit on because they're so old <laughs> like yeah they just fair. don't want you touching certain things but most of the house is up for i mean you can do whatever you want they've got all sorts of stuff in the house uh, the current owners they really uh encourage ouija boards mm-hmm. um bringing your own equipment they have a ton of equipment set out that you can use yourself uh, there was a Ouija board in almost every room. That's true. Yeah, I uh, and a lot of the main rooms there were. Mm-hmm. Um, the and something very recently, they're actually not even by the time we had went and seen the house, it wasn't done yet. Yeah, they had started on something on the third floor in the attic that actually made me super uncomfortable. I had no intention of going in there. I wanted to, and then the second, I think I like took a step in and put my flashlight away and immediately was like, no, no. (laughs) So they are working on, I mean, I guess we can say it, it's going to be available. Yeah. And if you're going to go investigate, it's there. Um, They're working on an Oculus room, which is where they believe the, that, that, that is the The heart of runs up there. Yes. Uh, So what this room is, it's a very small, only one person can fit in it, really. It's There's just a, like a closet, yes. like an okay size closet. They have a chair sitting in there and floor, ceiling, every wall, 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 every inch of that room is a mirror. It's just mirrors. So you're... And we're not even talking like they hung up like framed mirrors. It's just like pieces of mirror There's so not a bare seamless. spot. Yes, there's no bare spots on this wall. So... They say that you shouldn't point mirrors at each other because it opens up a portal. So when you're stepping into a room, that's nothing but one big mirror mirror facing itself. You are in the heart of a portal, which is where they believe that is in the house in the first place. So that opens to me, that opens up the portal. It opens up the opportunity for anything to pass through. Good and bad. Yeah. If you're not yeah. doing it correctly, if it really is what it is, uh-huh. and someone unknowing just steps into that room like, this will be fun. Like, you could really, 
mess with the wrong stuff. Right. And so I, I don't know. I did not step into that room. I, I kind of looked around and said, yep, it, it's, there's lots of mirrors in there. And just like, shut the door. Yeah. I, like I said, I stepped in and like took the light away for a moment. Mm-hmm. And even it's so weird. Cause even if you don't have a light in there, once you can feel you can feel that you see everything right i don't know how to feel like you're being stared at but it's just like yourself staring it's the weird feeling of i wouldn't want my back to any of the walls because it would feel like someone is coming out of the mirror behind me there's no safe space in that and it's so small (laughs) yeah it's i'm also i also don't do small spaces so like that's true i couldn't stand it for that reason most likely not for too long um but yeah, the the woman who owns it now, or the people who own it, I don't know if it's multiple people, but we talked to a woman who was there all night, but she stayed out of the way. I mean, she gave us a quick tour and mm-hmm. said, here you go, have at it. And we had several hours to ourselves to just explore and look at the house. Um, she had told us about some of her own experiences as well. Right, because she actually investigated the house before she owned it and had a pretty like intense experience enough that she she stayed away from the house for a while after that and the person who was with her had been investigating haunted places for like over a decade or something yeah and they quit after After that after what happened there that night so i may save that let you talk about the super haunted stuff i mean Mm -hmm. it was her experience it's not ours of course yeah uh i she when she told us the story it did freak me out enough like i did not feel comfortable it was all in the attic. It's yes. the heart of the house. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that really covers the history of, of Whisper Estates. Whisper. Whisper Estates. <laughs> I mean, it. it's a... If you love old houses, it's right there. Oh, it is. I love the pocket doors. I love the, the fact that there is a parlor say, and, like, <laughs> the staircase right when you enter the house. Like, mm-hmm. Very 10 out of picturesque. 10. Oh, except there is something else when you enter the house. If you just look up about a 45 degree angle at the top of the stairs. Do you remember the the painting? painting? Yes. I don't don't like it. (laughs) So there was a painting. Wasn't it done for the house? Like someone painted what they believed to. I think it's what they saw in the house. They saw big black. I don't think they just saw a spirit in the house and they're like, they drew this they happen to be an artist and they're like i'm going to draw what i saw and it is life size this painting is like, like a, taller than a, like I a am. six foot tall yeah i don't know like canvas. three foot wide canvas and this spirit that they believe that they saw <sighs> i that is terrifying I believe it's a female in the picture if i remember well i don't remember now it's so obscure mm-hmm. but like I, when we walked up the stairs, looked down. I did not look up at the painting. No. She pointed it out and just was like, oh, this is what they think it looks like. It was very casual. And I'm like, I don't want to make eye contact. Truthfully, Uh that's what's waiting in the Oculus room. And I know it. Like, (laughs) no. I will say one thing I appreciate uh, as far as talking about things being hung up. They have blacked out all the windows, which thank goodness, because the it's on a busy not a busier street but it's on a residential street so people are driving by their street uh, lamps uh, yeah across the street there's very bright street lamps i'm like man that's really gonna mess with 
our pictures right. and our when video. we were getting out of the car like trucks were driving by we're like the that noise in the background all of this is going to be interesting as far as recording and evidence goes mm-hmm. they have taken that into account and taken measures to avoid that so all windows are blacked out or they have something hanging and there is no light getting in even from the doorway mm-hmm. they have put in the quietest air system that they can like because it is it's heat and cool so yeah this is this is a functioning building you're not gonna freeze or sweat your butt off <laughs> yeah so in when we went it happened to be pretty cold it wasn't snowing or anything but it was cold no so like the heat kicked on from time to time and i feel like there's never gonna be a system that you're not going to hear at all especially when you're quietly listening for responses right but it was very quiet so they have thought of all of these things to try to help with what is the ambient noise yeah 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 or so the static noise i guess yeah i there's a different word i'm looking for i'll think of it and yell it in the middle of a sentence i'm sure so we it was me megan maddie and we brought my sister along this time brianna Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily last minute we we realized they had an opening and we're like we've got to get back on back on the horse and get (laughs) get going on this thing so we went very excited we show up, she gives a very thorough tour of the whole house. Like I said, we sit in each room and she asks if, like, we want to ask any questions while we're in each room. hmm And tells us, like, shows us where the actual bathroom is, thank goodness, because I had to potty at one point. Lord, yes. Lord help me. So, <laughs> and because it is air-conditioned, heated, there's all that jazz, they also give you food well they, well kind of there's like snacks coffee drinks you can mm-hmm. order pizza that you get a discount oh, yeah, on you get a deal if you tell them you're staying at whisper estates Heck yeah <laughs> so. apparently just be nice though i i well no because i was nice they weren't nice i don't know i had a weird experience with the papa john's people <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening papa john's i'm talking to you mitchell indiana papa john's i was very nice i tipped well right but that's neither here nor there point is the place is very accommodating as far as hosting these investigations yeah i think it's also reasonable price wise do you happen to remember how much it was wow i don't as far as overnight investigations go it was very reasonable Mm -hmm. enough that we could book it last minute and not feel too terrible about it right like honestly we were just recently looking at places to go for future trips and one of them for an overnight investigation on a friday or saturday night was nine hundred (laughs) dollars so you know what i think this one was less than 200 super reasonable yeah yep we liked it It so we show up we do the tour we eat our pizza we get our bearings we we have all of the equipment we have our cameras our voice recorders emf readers and also like megan said they had equipment there that we could have at our disposal to use like they also had emf readers voice recorders flashlights rem pods yeah, which they we did. haven't had a chance to use before. And I was very excited when I saw it. They had one of those uh, teddy bears that lights up when you touch it. So kind of like, sort of like an EMF again, but interactive, more geared towards like children. Children, yeah. Which with the adopted kids that have passed away in the house and the little boy who fell down the stairs, good trigger objects for them. Right. In each room, there were plenty of like, a, there were Ouija boards, trigger objects. Like in the parlor, there were creepy supposed to be possessed Uh, haunted dolls cursed cursed dolls didn't like it (laughs) and in the kids room there were toys everywhere 
there were so many toys uh, so like super old dolls and oh. chalkboards like uh, no no oh yeah 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 we were hoping i was like what if we watch something get written on the chalkboard while we're sitting here <laughs> like no thank you so after we got everything set up decided what equipment we were going to take with us where we were going to start we we're just going to go from literally the ground up i will say there's a basement in this building i am usually i usually don't like everyday basements mm -hmm. this this was a pretty run-of-the-mill basement there's stuff down there that you could there also was a ouija ward down there that you could do investigation down there truthfully it felt very clean it yeah, felt very I nice forgot about the base honestly i was like was there a basement there was, there was and it was cold i'll tell you that is not temperature controlled yes but it was a very cold like concrete block of a basement yes um yeah we all said we felt pretty comfortable down there there wasn't a ton for as big as the house is it's only a partial basement it definitely is and i mean if someone else has been there and they've felt something cool for them well, personally even mm. the uh tour guide said not not a ton down there yeah and i just we weren't feeling it. There was a lot of house to cover, and we did have a lot of time, but yes. we just wanted to make sure we hit definitely what we wanted to do, specifically starting with the parlor, because, I mean, a child caught fire in that room. The uh -huh. cursed dolls are in that room. The bottom of the portal to mm -hmm. another world is in that room, so we're like, you know what? Let's just set camp here. Yep. So we did. We spent a good chunk of time in there, I think. Like, it felt... Some places we'll sit for like five, ten minutes, be like, all right, let's let's skedaddle. This one, I feel like we had to have been in there for probably a half hour at least. About, yeah. Just sitting, asking questions. We've got the voice recorders, EMF. We've got Ghost Tube going, which we know has been on, and, on again, off again. Yeah. I still just always think of whatever cemetery we were at. Where, uh, I think it was the Antioch. Yeah, which one did it... What was it like spitting out over and over and over? Like, oh. follow... like follow you no oh man if you all can remember if you go all the way back to the Antioch episode the thing is ghost tube has a bunch of words programmed in it so it could say random things at random times the point is you ask questions and hopefully it feeds off energy and the responses are you know intelligible to the question right, right. Never, it's usually, it'll say something, wait a while, say something, wait a while, and at Antioch, it just started saying something, the same phrase, over, over and, and over and over. and over. And it, like, oh. creeped me out. What was it? I don't know. So, really, that experience with Ghost Tube <laughs> is why I tend to keep it around from time to time, because... I mean, there it have been intelligible reacted, times. Yes, and it has reacted stronger in some places than others. I mean, so. Miriam. Yes. I almost said Miriam. I don't know. <laughs> Miriam. <laughs> Isn't that Courage the Cowardly Dog? Uh, Muriel? Yep, it's okay. Muriel. Well, anyway, we're getting, we're getting away from the topic. So, the usual stuff in the parlor, asking plenty of questions. We have our laser grid going as well. Yes. We have listened to the voice recorders. We've watched the videos. There are a few things in that room to start. So mm -hmm. you can see there's a part where somebody sits on a couch and you can see dust fly up. Yeah. Like, and you know, so now you've got an idea for what the dust looks like. That wasn't intentional, but it was good. Mm -hmm. So because then there are a few times where you see some orbs come through the room and they're just moving awkwardly. Or there was one... That was like flashing past Brianna's head. 
While she was asking questions, it like came from her head and flashed to the middle of the parlor. And then you see it kind of swoop up out of the room. And like, that's not dust. That That is not dust. Let me grab my little notes here. What else happened? So lots of orbs. There was... There was, you scared me. There's a part where uh, in the parlor, I just see something kind of flash in the corner of the room. And I was like, oh my God, what was that? Because it was like a full, like figured thing. Uh-huh. You like lifted your phone up and it just happened to swoop up in the oh. camera's view. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, I hate to just say like, oh, just orbs because orbs can be very important too. Yes. But in an old dusty house... It's really hard. I tried to take note of the ones that stuck out to me. That one floating past Brianna's head, you can even see where I highlighted it, uh-huh. was pretty interesting. And then there's one part. It's very hard to hear. If we can grab any of this for Patreon content, which if, if you donate to our Patreon, you can see any you know, videos, voice recordings, any evidence that we've gathered. Yeah. We will have that on the Patreon. Uh, we may post some in the episodes from time to time, depending on what they are. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I might post the light video just for on Facebook to give you guys. If you don't donate yet, you can have a look to that. Oh, yeah. Have a have a free taste there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there is voices. There's a part in the video where it, it's just like this light mumbling. Mm-hmm. And no no one's talking. You can see two of the four of us in the view. But, like, we are all... We all make it a point to... One person asks questions. We are very silent. And you just kind of hear this, like, low mumbling amongst, like, two people when mm-hmm. it's completely silent. And we did make an agreement in the beginning that no whispering. Like, we have the house to ourselves. The tour guide knows we're in the house. So, like, don't, don't, don't start talking like this. Because yeah. that's going to mess everything up. <laughs> Right, because we have so many recording devices going on. If you're not speaking with purpose, the voice recorder across the room hears. And then you're like, and, oh, I don't know what that was. Right, and then it's creepy, and then you've, you're Hopefully sad when you find up. out. <laughs> right. Uh, along with the voices, there were some random, like, clicks going on. So I'm not really sure what that was. Mm-hmm. Well, we had, when the EMF kind of went off during a question, there was, again, those lights, like, orb-ish lights to go with the emf because we know like oh where that's going off and then an orb and a light comes by oh which sort of helps solidify maybe it's not just dust Uh uh-huh we got orb 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 i will say the video cameras that we have they chunk up the recording so you can hit play of record and just let it sit all night but it like chunks it up into like 10 to 15 minute sections yeah i don't know why and this one i just mostly thought was kind of funny the ghost tube when brianna's asking questions stops her and it says keep recording and she said okay we'll keep and it cut really and decided to then start a new batch of recording oh weird (laughs) so i like whether it was in like intended or not or if it was spooky or not i don't know but i did think it was pretty convenient Mm -hmm. that it cut off right then we had let's see a little more Kelsey walks off with the orb. I like made no shorthand notes. <laughs> oh yeah, like I walk out of the room and, and like an orb kind of follows me out. Ooh. Yeah. So, and you can see where I put like probably dust. I tr- we try to be as you know dis not dismissive. We try to be as realistic as possible. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna see every little dust ball and be like, oh my gosh, it's an orb. Uh, but the flashy light is hard because all the lights were off. Mm-hmm. And the windows are blacked out. 
Our flashlights were off. Yeah, we had everything off. The only thing was the laser grid. I will say there's a chandelier in the middle of the room. But you would see some of the lights shake and move, but literally only one single dot. And, like, there's more light reflecting off of that chandelier. Why just one? Right. And also it was never rhythmic. Like, if the air was moving it, it wasn't like the ball of light was moving. Bouncing back and forth or something. No. So, the parlor... I'm kind of sad. I was like, if that piano plays, if those cursed dolls move something, I'm going to... It was very tense 30 minutes. Kind of lackluster. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't the big, like... Hoorah we were waiting for. Right. The start to the show. We're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So we made our way to the waiting room for the doctor. We actually split this one up. The waiting room... Two of us were in the waiting room. Two of us were in the operating room, which are just... It is separated by a door that we had open. So. Yes. Asking a lot more questions. I don't, I don't really have anything from that in particular, but I will say we kept a voice recorder and a camera running in the parlor as long as we could. We kept the goal was to keep them on all night, but everybody, this is a this is a PSA: buy multiple memory cards, buy large memory cards because it filled up way faster than we expected. Yeah, but while it was recording, you can hear us mumbling you know moving around asking questions we finally get settled in the other room and it's just static this is from the parlor's camera static nothing for two solid minutes you can't you can't even hear us asking questions in the other room Mm -hmm. and suddenly you just hear this semi-loud thud it didn't sound like it was in the parlor it didn't sound like it was it sounded like it came from like upstairs yeah almost like a door shutting or something falling yeah just a light thud and none of us reacted to it yeah, because I feel like it definitely didn't come from the room we were in. We never heard any loud noises. No, honestly, that room, clean, very clean. I was about to take a I, nap in there, personally. Megan was nervous. I felt nervous about it, only because I asked our tour guide with me uh, and my condition. I asked <laughs> her, um, how do you, you know, do you, how do you feel about pregnant women being here? Or Because he do, did perform abortions and Right, and they like also that. say he would touch women inappropriately and so i was like are am i good to be here and she's like mm, i mean we don't really encourage pregnant women yeah, she Did didn't you? answer for like a solid no. two or three seconds she's she like she just uh. looked at me like uh-oh and i said what, don't do that just answer <laughs> the question um and she basically said i wouldn't suggest it yeah and she's like i think you'll be fine but i wouldn't suggest it i'm like it's a little late for that I'm like yeah. i'm already here so so megan stayed in the waiting room me and maddie actually went in the operating yeah room. i didn't want to go in the operating room it, it made me feel uneasy everyone else seemed okay but i was like on edge a little bit there was a moment in that room though the th- where we thought we found old faithful we, oh. we have we're <laughs> convinced at this point because we've gotten if you follow our patreon content or you've been listening to episodes we've gotten this very clear and it's always the same voice just a hey and it happened again it happened again at whispers estate whisper estates uh-huh and we're, we're listening to it back over and over i'm like that is like even raspy like it sound it's the same sort of idea but a little raspy uh, this is why you have multiple <laughs> devices, devices going at yeah. once we finally pieced it all together and in the other room ghost tube had said ray yeah but from another room away 
it was a little garbly and you just caught the hey yeah and so we're like oh my gosh he's back it was it was <sighs> you gotta do you want these things to happen but you have to debunk where you have to and we're not gonna sit here and lie to you right so very excited at first but we figured out it was merely ghost tube yeah so that was kind of a bummer i should have had ghost tube just a little louder i think <laughs> yeah but- the room the darkness was this is one of those rooms that like the dark was heavy at least in the operating room uh-huh but not a lot there either i'll be honest with you sorry maddie just scared me what, what did she do i, saw, I just saw her out of the corner of my eye i was like what is that <laughs> what is she doing what oh, she's checking on the child she's got sleeping. it because <laughs> the cats have been menaces she's making sure they're all in their places and they are so far i know they finally settled down for a sec yeah well anyway <laughs> sorry <laughs> waiting room parlor room operating room not not a lot and it was getting it was kind of frustrating because we've heard so much about this place i mean she literally told us she's never known anybody to leave this place without an evp so we're very excited to listen back to our stuff truthfully at this point in the night after listening back to all of it mm-hmm. we don't really have anything yet right and it's kind of a bummer yep so we make our way upstairs to the bedroom areas yes yes whose room did we go to first rachel's rachel the room that rachel we skipped a thing we didn't skip well not technically skipped a thing now that we're we've explained yes rachel's room rachel's room her bed was covered in toys there was and they were everywhere all around the room also pennies yeah, people have brought her toys and coins and things like that to leave. Yeah, to again, like as trigger objects to see if they'll move or be misplaced or what have you. An interesting thing that we saw while we were touring it before the investigation was this is a four-post bed that has flat posts on each corner. Mm-hmm. On the end of the foot side on each post are two beach balls. There's a beach ball on each post and they're like slightly deflated so that way they sit, you can kind of like push them and they sort of like hug the post. Right. So they're not just rolling around constantly. Right. Because I mean, a fully inflated beach ball, when the air kicked on, would just immediately fall off. But this right. like hugged the post. Yes. And it's been said that those will sometimes be touched, what have you. During our tour, while we are upstairs and she is telling us different stories of things that had happened oh, we yeah. heard another thud when we're in the attic yes when we're in the attic we hear a thud downstairs and we just kind of like finished up the tour like we'll figure out what that is keep in mind we've checked out the first floor we checked out the second floor looked at all the rooms we're now on the third floor when we hear the thud we finish up on the third floor and like let's see what that was you come down the stairs and in rachel's room in the middle of the room on the floor <laughs> is one of the beach balls yeah and we i mean we sat it back on the post and blew really hard like really hard on it you gotta uh, have a healthy set of lungs to move yeah, that thing it's it i mean blowing on it that hard that close and it still took a lot to get it off the post air kicking on is not going to do that no and there wasn't really a vent pointed no. at the bed like that we checked we trust me we looked everywhere so startling we, and we we put the ball back on the bedpost. So now, when by the time we get to the second floor, I don't know what that thud was because the the balls were still on the bedpost when we went upstairs. Correct? They were yes. So not quite sure what that thud was, but 
those beach balls will come back to them. Yeah. We sit in that room. We are hoping for, you know, dolls to move, the ball to fall off again, voices, something, anything. We are now having the REM pods. Where we, I don't think we use the teddy bears, but instead we had, Maddie has like this pendulum and uh, what is it? It's like almost like a miniature wind chime that she has hung off of this arm along with the pendulum. So if anything goes by it, any wind, it's going to do its little tinkle bell thing. (laughs) (laughs) And the REM pod is also right next to it. So if any, and we practiced walking around it and it's pretty easy to set it off. Right. We had it setting out that out in the hallway while we were in Rachel's room. Yes. Yeah. We had the REM pod in the hallway, the bells in the hallway, the pendulum in the bedroom, the voice record. We had everything everywhere. We had a camera sitting still watching the hallway. We had just anything we could. Nothing. And we attempted to use the Ouija board in this room. We did. Me and Maddie tried to use it. We brought our own, actually. We didn't use the one left. Um, which we're starting to wonder if something about the Ouija board we bought um, needs fixed. That sounds weird, but the planchette, uh, the Ouija board that we bought, and it, we got it used. It's a that really old one from yes. the 1960s someone found in the wall of a house. Yeah. Um, it the, just yeah. made me all the more curious to buy it. The planchette's the missing the eye. eye. The, 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 the viewfinder thingy yes. is gone. It's just an open hole. And it sounds silly, but like... We've we, used it multiple times and... To no avail. Like, not even an accidental. Like, it doesn't move. So, and I don't know if we're thinking too deep on it, but there's not a viewfinder. So, what is it going to capture if it can't see anything kind of deal? Right. Just a thought, but... So or we'll it lo- could just be they didn't want to talk to us in the Ouija board. Exactly. So we'll look into that going forward. But really, nothing happened in that room. We hung out in like a couple other rooms on the second floor. It's starting to get kind of frustrating. Actually, really frustrating that we've been at this place for hours at this point, And truthfully, in the moment, nothing. Yes. There was one room. It was the boys' room. Yes. This is where the closet door, jig- the handle jiggles and the door opens, or so they say. Ha uh-huh. ha ha. So <laughs> we did an experiment with that door. You can push it and you hear it latched. If you, even with just one finger, if you put enough pressure on the door, it will pop open. It's not. It's not light pressure. Like you do have to put some effort into it. But so we're like, well, maybe you know, walking around the door, the floorboard, something is going to move this door to open it. And I mean, we walked back and forth. I went inside the room, outside the room. That's the only room in the house that I didn't feel super comfy in. Like my legs would not stop shaking. Everyone else is like, oh, this is getting kind of, kind (sighs) of dull. You want to move somewhere else? And I'm like, my legs will not stop shaking. Uh I keep looking at the door, waiting for someone to come out at me. So you were sitting next to the door. I was. And I don't know why I was the only one. Sometimes evidence isn't always physical. Like, go with your gut, too. Uh, This whole house, I wasn't bothered until I was in that room. And I'm, like, shaking and sweating. And I keep looking at the door. And I will say, like, nothing really happened in that room. Mm -hmm. Which kind of sucked because, like, I could just feel it in my gut that something was going to happen. And it didn't. Uh Uh-huh. So... 
this all sounds very disheartening. We were expecting a really big turnout for this place that was so hyped up. We've gone all night with darn near nothing. That we've seen with our own eyes. That we've seen with our own eyes, true. So, (laughs) this sounds bad. That was kind of it. We packed up, we started to pack up. We're like, we need to, let's just, it's getting late. I don't know if we want to check out anything else because we have had zero luck in every room. And we were like, is there anything we really need to rehash? Do we want to try to ask more questions? But it's, I mean, we really exhausted most of what we had. And we had really planned for this trip. Yes. And we just decided it's like two or three in the morning. We know we're cutting out a little early, but like we also have a two hour drive home. Right. So we're loading up our equipment. When <laughs> we, we turn on the lights. On so, the second floor. Yes. It, you, we turn on the lights so we, because, I mean, the magic is gone. The lights are on on the second, but not that the spooky stuff always has to happen in the dark, but we've, like, turned the lights on. It makes it feel more comfortable. We're gathering cameras, gathering voice recorders. We pick up the, pick up the pendulum, pick up the REM pod, turn that all off, pick up the, cam- the still camera that's been staring at the room in the hallway all night, mm-hmm. turn it off, close it. The second that camera closes, me and you, I believe it was me and you, we looked in the bedroom to, do you see, I'm already getting the cold chills, Yeah. looked in Rachel's bedroom to go turn off the light, and you see an imprint of a hand, a hand. go into the beach ball and push itself off of the bedpost. Yes. Like, it wasn't even just, it rolled off, you saw... Because you know what a deflated beach ball looks like. If you push your hand into it, it dips in. Yeah. And you saw a hand go into that beach ball and push it off the post. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just like, there's no freaking way. There is no way. We After- just start laughing. Now, Maddie was recording on her phone, but she pointed her phone down at the floor. When it happened. When it almost happened. Almost immediately. So no one has it on camera, but you hear our reaction. We all go, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> so we go in. We put the ball back on the post. We're trying desperately to see how it would have fallen off. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing. And we saw it. This is one of those you have to... It sucks because there's no physical evidence. But we saw it. Yeah. And like fast forwarding a little bit we went downstairs got the owner told her we were packing up and we told her what happened and she just laughed like and we're like okay whatever (laughs) and she said they don't she said they're smart these are smart spirits and they know when they're being recorded and they basically are like we're not circus monkeys we won't perform for you so hardly any like most of the stuff happens when they know they're not being recorded yeah and the second we turned the camera off and the second maddie put her phone down is when the beach ball fell yeah nothing to prove that it happened Mm -hmm. so we know you're here listening to this podcast so we think you believe it but believe it if you want i think she's kind of right on that yes only because then later there's more on camera Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, I know. Well, because also just <laughs> or to... not on camera, but there's more. Um, you can hear the reaction, but you don't see anything. Sorry, sorry, y'all. If we do end up using the sound, I'll apologize in advance. And this was this next thing was a rough one because it was only me that saw it. Right, mind you, we are we're packing up. Like we think we're done, and we're this like... beach ball thing has happened. We can't rec- re- recreate it. Uh huh we're like okay good we got one good scare in so let's pack up Uh uh-huh 
we're downstairs literally loading up the backpack. We've talked to the owner and I can't remember who said it, but they were like, did you close the door upstairs? And I was the last one down. I was like, no, I didn't close the door. And they were like, well, they said to keep the door closed. Can you go upstairs and close it? So I go upstairs. I don't look at the painting. I'm looking away. Maddie went with you, though. Yes, she did. She followed me up, but she like stayed sort of at the middle landing of the stairs while I went all the way up. And I did not understand what she was asking. She's like, close the door. So I went to go close Rachel's door. And she's like, not that door. And I was like, well, what door do you mean? She said, the one behind you, which was also kind of dumb because <laughs> when you get up there, there's like three doors really close there's to like each other. There's like a bathroom. There's Jesse, or not Jesse's room. There's the boys' room. And um, then, yeah, there's just these three rooms all back to back. She was meaning the door at the top of the steps. I didn't know that, though. Yes, there's like a, a glass door. Yes. That, that shuts off the top of the house or but the second the floor. The way that I was standing when she said the door behind me, it was the boys' room. So I take a step. Oh, I just stepped on the mic stand. I'm sorry if you heard that. <laughs> so I take a step and like rotate. And as I'm turning, I hear a click. And I thought nothing of it because, like, it's an old house. My I just stepped in a new direction. I figured it was a floorboard. Floorboard? <laughs> the click was not the floorboard. It was the closet door that opens for people sometimes. And in the same time I'm turning to look in the room, that door swings open all the way. Mm-hmm. And I, you, I say a bad word. <laughs> you hear me go, what the... What the bad word? And then I just go dumb, like running down the stairs. And now, if we recall earlier, I said if you put a, if you put some good pressure with one finger on that door, if you kind of pull on it away from the frame of the door doorway, it will open. And we're trying to figure out, like, well, we were walking around. Maybe my stepping opened it. My step was in the hallway, roughly 20 feet away from that door. We had been in and out of that room multiple times all night. I even pushed on the door from the inside and the outside. Mm -hmm. We had picked up our equipment. We had walked down the stairs. We walked up the stairs. Not once, not once during the night did this door open that everyone was like, oh, it opens like sometimes five times in 10 minutes. Yeah. Nothing. Until me, the only person who was scared of that room, goes up there by myself And that's the door that opens for me. Yeah. So, again, literally no physical evidence. Believe what you will. But, man, it was like, had you had a really fancy camera on me, it was like a scary movie. Like, I turned my head behind you. Like, as Uh I was turning my head, the door opened. You hear the click. My heart dropped. I had to tinkle before we left. It was a rough night for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know, that just, I wish, I wish more than anything that it would have been on camera because I don't know how to portray to you the feeling that I had when that happened and Mm -hmm. the fact that nobody else saw it. I'm like, this is that, this is the thing, this is the thing that everybody hates. Like, how are you going to believe me? Uh Because immediately people tried to explain it away. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, you don't understand. Right. So, (laughs) now that I'm all hyped up. All of that, all, that's pretty much, from there we we packed up, we're like, we've already said we're leaving, the stuff is packed up, like, what else do we need to do? That was the wrap up of Whisper Estates. Yep. 
And if you do happen to be in the area and want to travel to Whisper Estates, they also encourage you to write down your experience uh, yes. in a notebook that they have there. So flip back, find us, uh, our stories in there, and we account for all of this. So <laughs> Probably much shorter. We're such long-winded people. Whew. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, so our experiences in there, you can see experiences through through the like the past and what have you. We really... Well, okay. I guess we'll get into that because that's part of the rating. Yes. So, uh, let me calm down. I'm over here like all hyped and Megan's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just, the beach ball thing got me because I did see that with you. Not that o- I did yeah. See. Not only did the ball fall, but there was an imprint in that ball. It was yeah. it didn't fall. It, it didn't was just pushed. fall over. Yeah. And believe it if you want, but it happened. Right. I I and, wish we had a lot of physical stuff to give you guys, but they're serious when they say they know they're being recorded because the second those cameras right. are gone, they're like, shoo, we can move. Well, and that's why it's okay. kind of frustrating, like listening back to the voice recorders and watching the, the camera footage. There's not a lot, but it's because they knew. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced though, it's because they knew. I, I do think we caught some weird orbs. Uh, we left that one camera running in the parlor while we walked around the house, hoping that the the spirits may slip up and be like haha they're Ha-ha, not they recording it off. yeah <laughs> and there is there's one orb in there when we've been like long gone mm-hmm. and it kind of does this weird little v thing yeah and then it disappears and that's also when the thud happens yes about the same time so uh, there's a lot going on we've been graced with speedy's presence I know, he I... never he always shows up at the end <laughs> i have not seen speedy in so long well, he's in trouble because he tried to eat a sunflower earlier. We met, we planted little sunflower <laughs> seeds and he like snuck up behind Maddie and got it in his mouth and went, <gasps> and like, no. I chased him through the house. <laughs> Speedy, he's so like unsure of me. It's, it's been me a while. So Sorry, mad. big man. Hi, sir. Okay. So if you all remember, if we can all recall, we once are now- Once upon a time. <laughs> once upon a time, we now do- our rating, which is where we've discussed the history, the background, our experience, other experiences. We take all of that into consideration and then we rate this place for you and let you know if we think it's haunted or not. So <laughs> our first our first order of rating is historical accuracy. How accurate is the evidence that we found to the history tied to the location? Is that yeah. how we yes. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and this is on a one to five, I suppose zero to five, if you're really feeling sassy. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done this uh, in so go. long. I'm I trying know. to be fair. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, two. Three? Okay. It's, I feel like there is something there, but there's no way to really distinguish if it is what they say like who they say it accurate. is accurate yeah i mean yeah. like a beach ball was pushed children like beach balls it was in the children's room just coincidence i don't know i mean there are there's documentation of the people who live there now going through that documentation you didn't have to do this but i couldn't help but notice discrepancies in like years and who lived there and when and i'm just like okay okay so that doesn't help either i mean they're mentioned at some point but it's kind of it wasn't um uniform across every website which was strange yeah and that happens but so just kind of in the middle 
not nothing crazy on that. Yeah. Next would be the scare level. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Okay. I said that last time too. Right? <laughs> Are you? Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, two. two? Okay. Yeah. I thought I honestly didn't know if you would go lower because I feel like I was the only one that at any point during the night was startled or uncomfy. I felt uncomfy. I guess you felt uncomfy in the waiting room, operating room. Yeah. I didn't like that when they're like, oh, he's just, just aborted fetuses thrown in a in pit, a pit grave. grave. Yeah. That's fun. I like that. It, I didn't feel threatened in there. I think it was so hyped up and there's so much evidence to back this place up that I went in kind of nervous and there's like a heavy weight on you, but ultimately it's not an intimidating building it's interesting the well the attic kind of okay the I attic think we all agreed that we were like uh-uh for reasons for reasons across the board we didn't mess with the attic that's for another trip i think because it was just we had a consensus to that we were n- not comfortable with the we attic. were not going to investigate the attic whether it be uh spiritually speaking it didn't feel right structurally speaking it is if you take one wrong step up on that landing you are going down those stairs yeah like from safety standpoints from the fact that it was two in the morning and we're all old standpoint (laughs) so it sucks it would have been nice to investigate it and just based off what they told us happened up there i'm like i don't know if i want to mess with that right which we never covered what happened up there no we didn't what the what the woman actually said she experienced now i'll be honest with you i need you to tell that real quick because <sighs> i know because remember i was because i had like a straight like shot down to the room i didn't like and i just kept expecting something i kept looking downstairs i was very distracted by that room i mean i'll try to remember it the best i can uh i think what they did decide on the people who were there that night is that it was not a spirit. It was something more demonic. Yeah. Uh, definitely not of this earth. Okay. Uh, maybe not big black, but, um, an evil spirit for mm-hmm. sure. They were in the, uh, a room off to the side. Like the seance room. Yes. They called it the seance room. That's right. And I believe they were using the Ouija board. I think something going on in there. And, yeah. uh, all of a sudden like people are not feeling good weird things were happening and um this is a very short telling because i can't remember all the details uh just this ear piercing scream just throughout the whole room just all like bust your eardrums scream in this room and something like rushed the room no thank you so i uh, feel like i would have remembered that i was so put off by the room downstairs i couldn't pay attention yeah i mean it was so terrifying to them at that point that the person who had been doing paranormal investigations for over a decade that is the last thing she did or they did and and they quit and they didn't investigate after that because it scared them so bad and there have been people that have left there with scratches on them like oh yeah they really distinct scratches if you check out whispers website they have uh several pictures that people have submitted uh scratches bruises bites yeah videos of the door opening that closet door yeah some people have caught things on camera. Uh, we just catch our vocal reaction instead of <laughs> what's <laughs> yeah. actually happening around us. Um, but yeah, that's all of it. Between the Oculus room being right next to the seance room where this supposed demonic 
um, entity was yeah experience happened um we're like no, not this time maybe next time not this time so i mean there are some aspects to it that can make it scary but uh, to... from what we experienced i mean yeah it wasn't just absolutely hair raising but yeah did freak- unsettling yes at times a little freaky a little freaky so two yep uh believability, believability. okay yeah okay you ready i think so okay i no i'm not changing it three two one four, four. Oh, yes we did it <laughs> <laughs> i almost wanted to say five just because what happened is inexplicable and i quite literally both times saw it with my own eyes yeah you had two experiences if you went higher i wouldn't have been surprised um i don't know why i'm not going with five i guess i could like did a ton happen no but did things happen that i literally have no explanation for yes yeah i'll say five shoot because i do because i do believe that it's haunted i just need more yeah yeah yeah, well, so that leaves was, us with What was our, your reason on four? Uh, kind of the same? Yeah, I mean, again, not like super scra- cra- crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff, but um, yeah, what I did see and hear, uh, looking back at our footage, the stuff that we just know we can't explain, I'm like, all right, well, yeah. it, I mean, checks out. There are some things that we could try to come up with a reason that could possibly be the cause of it. I don't know the beach ball twice come on now like when we were yeah. upstairs and ev i mean it was unmistakable everyone stopped the tour guide stopped talking and she's like what was that what was that and we said well we'll find out when we go back downstairs <laughs> so definitely believe that it is i definitely yeah. believe it's haunted i believe so yes so that brings us to our overall regarding whisper estates this is all of this is to kind of tell you guys because these are all places that you can go so the goal is, like, we go, we do the dirty work for you, and we let you know, like, is it is worth, it worth going? it going? Yeah. Is it worth investigating? So this is our overall score of Whisper Estates. Do you have an answer? Yes. All right. Three, two, one, four. four. I just knew, you know, we got yeah. that twin thing going. It's, like I said, I mean, pretty much just taking into consideration everything we said until now. Very inexplicable things. I would like to go again. Slow moving. You got to be kind of tactful if you're not willing to shut the cameras off. That's what I was going to say. You have to be tactful if you're going to record being, what's the word, like secretive about it. Yeah. I mean, we were desperate to get something on film, so we didn't stop recording. We had several recording devices going. And we may have overwhelmed. Yes. I feel like at some point we should have just shut down and be like, okay, it's just us. Like, what do you want? And then... uh, I mean, then people just have to take your word for it, which is, I mean, you guys are taking our word for it now. Right. I think there was a moment where Maddie had her phone in the boys room and she sat it down. And the second she sat it down, wasn't there like a thud? Something. Yeah. Something small. Something odd happened. The second she's like, okay, I'll put my camera away. And when it went down is when something happened. It was small, but like really feeds into the theory of they know. Yeah, these are intelligent spirits. This isn't like a residual haunting or something like that. Um, They're shy. Yeah, I mean, same. You know, I don't like to be (laughs) filmed either. We didn't get their consent. That's probably our bad. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops. All right. 
Yeah, that is Whisper Estates. And that is our first episode back. <laughs> it was it was like riding a bike. We still yeah. had our tangents, which I mean, you're not getting away from that. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it just that's who we are as people, and we've accepted it. Yeah, there you go. We're back. Come back swinging, hopefully. Like soft swings, like when you're in a nightmare and you try to hit something and it's like hitting a pillow or punching through molasses. But we're coming back swinging. We're here. (laughs) Hopefully you enjoyed it. I have such odd specific... I I think you've learned to deal with it. Sorry for people listening. I say, when I don't react, you guys, it's just because I've given up on understanding where these things come from. But it makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Yes, I guess. Kelsey, I guess. That's got to be at least six. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. How many toothpicks? A hundred? There's three. three. <laughs> oh, if you like Bob's Burgers, that's like one of the first. That, that is, is the, the first, first episode, yeah. When they throw the toothpicks on the ground. You're the worst kind of artistic. No. no. <laughs> anyway. So funny. Um, yeah, if you guys have been to Whisper Estates, it seems to be pretty well known. Uh, I guess in the Midwest, uh, yeah. <laughs> if you have been to Whisper Estates and you've experienced something or you happen to have something on camera or voice recorder or whatever, do share because Let I'd us like know. to know, are you experiencing what we were experiencing or did you not have an experience and now you know why? Um, yeah. Tell us. Tell Let us, us about that. Yes. We'd like to know about it. Um, I think that's pretty much it it feels weird yeah for the rest good though it's good to be back it is nice to be back for the rest of the month we will be doing locations that we haven't necessarily been to yeah but for our mental health sake for feasibility sake that's what we're going with right now also speaking of tangents fifth thursday of every month we get to tangent for a whole hour on whatever we want yeah that is staying because i got a vent somewhere or however long we decide to chat it up with you guys i guess (laughs) whatever we decide to speak about we will talk as long as we can or want yeah and then peace out so yeah that covers our first episode back Ooh, i'm so excited i am excited let us know how we did please yep um we're gonna peace out i guess (laughs) oh my god here it is again we're just this is the awkward awkward. (sighs) well we'll see you next week Yep, see ya. Oh, gosh, bye. okay, bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.